0: Hi, I'm Selena, and I'm Gracie. We've been friends for 10 years. Making and maintaining friends from 18 to 28 looks a lot different than 28 to 38, and we're just two ladies trying to figure it out. From reliving old memories to figuring out how we're going to have kids at the
1: same time, this podcast is for a relationship and for all the long-term friendships out there.
0: Catch up with us every week. Okay, cut the intro. Is that what we do? (laughs) All right. Okay.
1: So we start with like, welcome back. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Hi, welcome back. It's so great to see you again this week. Um, I felt like this week has been like 75 days in a span of since the last time we talked. So excited to see your face again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Monday as most Mondays, I feel like was at least three days long. So at
1: least, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Well, I'm, I'm excited. You know, this week, the, the two of us have been talking a lot about, uh, the past year, how weird it's been. Kind of what's been different, and kind of what we hope to achieve in 2021. So we figured we'd kick off this series with a kind of 2020 in review, 2020 recap. Um, but be- before that, let's catch up. Um,
0: it also feels fitting uh, to do a 2020 review in February, like <laughs> January. Like, January. Yeah. <laughs> so this feels right, anyways.
1: Yeah, I could not agree more. Um, we're gonna try this new thing on the podcast. I mean, this whole thing is new, but to give ourselves some consistency, um, we're going to kind of start off each podcast with a couple of questions um, to kind of catch up with each other. I don't know if you want to start, but what is your favorite favorite bite this week? What have you made? What have you been eating? What, have you, what do you want to make this weekend?
0: Um, let's see. I feel like we didn't do as much cooking as we normally do this week. It felt like mm-hmm. a, life got hard again. <laughs> like. Let's just order out a few times. So um but we had some Thai food that was really, really tasty. My favorite uh, yum. Thai food is the Tom Cook c- Coconut Curry Soup. Mm. And as usual I ordered it too spicy because Thai <laughs> spice is like not real spice. So mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was delicious. Oh yeah, what was your favorite thing you made, ate this week? Ooh. Cook anything good?
1: No extravagant dinners this week, not a ton of baking, but I did. I had like a huge hankering this weekend to make like turkey sandwiches. Mm. Um, And so this week for lunches, I made some really delicious turkey wraps that were like everything I love in a sandwich in a like whole wheat lavash bread really hit the spot for me. I was really craving like turkey and sprouts and, and lettuce and like mayo and spicy mustard. And so that's kind of what ended up happening four days this week. And now I've officially run out. So tomorrow's lunch will be a mystery.
0: Yeah, those those you sent me of that sandwich look delicious. They're
1: so good. They just, like, I every once in a while, all I want is, like, a really good sandwich, yeah. and I think that was, and I don't, I'm not, I don't usually have, like, sandwich stuff in my house, um, so it was quite the treat.
0: Yeah, I feel like deli meat's, like, not something we buy regularly, but every time I'm, like, oh, it's delicious. I want that yeah. more often.
1: I, we always have bread and, like, like lettuce and mustard and mayo and stuff, but I again I never have turkey. Like sometimes I have salami or mortadella or something like that. But like we don't really keep deli meat either. Mm. <laughs> so it was a treat. Yes. What are you watching and reading this week? Any good any good recommendations?
0: Uh no. I'm reading I'm <laughs> watching I'm like reading again, period, which is great, but mm. nothing like excellent, just kind of reading to read. But I'm watching Shits Creek. love it which I was not about for a long time like the first few seasons I didn't like at all really I thought we're so David I've loved since day one he's great but I don't know I just thought they were all really annoying and like (laughs) for the first few seasons but now I'm I'm getting into it
1: oh I loved it I think I loved it from the beginning but I'm glad you're enjoying it it's so good I think I think since new girl it's been the (laughs) it's been the show that's made me laugh out loud the most.
0: Oh, interesting! Like well, verbally Girl, laugh. Like, New Girl is like the holy grail of TV. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I laugh at like Big Mouth too, but it's a different type of laugh. <laughs>
0: Grace and Frankie.
1: I didn't find that as funny.
0: Oh my gosh, that makes me laugh out loud. <laughs> and Dairy Girls.
1: <laughs> oh, Dairy Girls is good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're I find like Shit's Creek and New Girl kind of in the same category of humor, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah get it yeah I like it I like it a lot more now
1: yeah Ugh. we just it? finished Handmaid's Tale
2: Ooh.
1: which we finished all of it I have a lot of thoughts one is I'm so happy I watched it now versus when Trump was president
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I thought there were some I thought the plot line was great throughout the three seasons there were some episodes where like literally just nothing happens and it's like her plotting and it those I felt like kind of dragged on mm mm-hmm but I think it's like very well-made and it's like obviously very relevant and it's, it's a little terrifying. Um, so yeah. it was, it was a little hard to watch, but I'm glad I did. And I guess there's two more seasons coming out.
0: Well, if you found it hard to watch, like there's no way <laughs> I haven't watched yeah. it. I just, yeah, I, I can't bring myself to like, use my free time yeah. entertainment for that kind of, it's just too much for me. But
1: yeah, it was a little, it was a little rough, um, but we also watched Scent of a Woman. With Al Pacino, two nights ago, <laughs> it's a it's a movie from 1992. It's actually really good. At first, I was a little annoyed with this character. It's about this like, um, he's a retired army guy, Al Pacino, and he's blind. And this college or this high school student who goes to a boarding school in the town this guy lives in, basically like wants to make 300 over Thanksgiving break and like offers to help him out. And it's kind of like their friendship and their relationship and like their adventure that they go on together. Um, and Al Pacino's character is very, like, he's, like, mad at the world, you know, Um, but it was, it was very good. I liked it a lot, and I also finished a book called The Tenth Muse by, um, Tenth Muse by Catherine Chung, it was really good. It's a World War Two kind of, it's, like, the story of a mathematician, and it has World oh War Two and
0: I feel like everything <laughs> you love is in World War II.
1: Anything in World War Two, you it's either on my shelf or I've read it but it's not about like holocaust it's about like yeah time period which I appreciated so it wasn't like super sad but a good story I read it in like two days
0: interesting I've been reading all these like first book because I'm not I'm trying not to buy books I'm trying to rent them on the library app mm-hmm. and so I have like the first book in like five different series read and so they and they're all kind of vaguely similar and all kind of fantasy world and so which ones? They've all just become one in my brain. <laughs> but I read um, The Court of Rose and Thorns, which is like a very steamy uh, yep. fantasy. I can
1: picture the title, but I haven't read it. Which I can is, picture the cover.
0: And it's great. That whole series is really good. Um, and there's another one coming out this month. So that's exciting. And then I read um, A Darker Shade of Magic, which was pretty mm. good. Mm-hmm. And then, the Court of Crows? They all sound very similar and they're all kind of similar to be honest but they're good.
1: I love a good fantasy like especially when that's like a time period fantasy because I also feel like reading for at least for me like reading isn't fun for me unless it's like a total escape like I have a really hard time with like biographies and like current events books and things like that because I'm like that's not an enjoyable. like that's news or like that's not it that's not an escape.
0: Mm. Yeah, I feel like I operate in one extreme or the other. Like, I like fantasy or, like, really cutesy, like, kind of dumb romance books. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I'll go through a phase where I read, like, ten books on race. And, like, Mm -hmm. ten books on, like, the deep inequity in our whatever system. Like, I only read one or the other. Yeah.
2: Well, at least you have
1: a good mix. I'm, like, primarily historical fiction. Like, looking over at my bookshelf, there's, like, two rows of it. So, that's good.
0: (laughs) Your bread and butter.
1: And the last thing, I guess, the last thing for our checkup, and obviously we'll continue chatting. But do you have highs and lows of the week? I know for us, we're recording on a Thursday, so we're almost our week is almost wrapped up, but we still have a weekend to look forward to.
0: Yeah. um, Do you want to go first?
1: Sure. Let's see. (laughs) It's. What are my highs? (laughs) My okay. I have a couple highs. One is we officially booked our wedding band and our wedding photographer in the past week, which is super fun. Um, and that feels like a good, month. like, I know it's still like two years away, but it feels like we're like getting things done and we can start making some of the more
0: fun decisions. Did you go uh, with the the band you were talking about and, like yeah. all of that?
1: Yeah, oh we did. God. We're I'm super excited. Um, that was something that was super, imp- I, I didn't mind if we did a band or a DJ. I'm not, I'm not much of a music person beyond like musicals. So like, I don't care. 90s, um, yeah. And like Motown. Uh, but it was really important for Orr to do a band, so I'm glad he got that, so it's very oh, exciting. I can't wait, I'm so excited. Yeah,
0: and for those listening who don't know, I'm gonna be in the wedding, so I'm very <laughs> <super> excited.
1: She's <laughs> <laughs> my number one uh, wedding planner fan over here. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that hasn't happened yet is we're driving up to Boston on Saturday to visit Orr's family, which will Shipping be really fun. Up to Boston? What? Shipping up
0: to Shipping Boston. Shipping
1: up to Boston, yes, <laughs> um, but we haven't seen them since September-ish before we got engaged so that would be nice to celebrate with them.
0: Wow that'll be so nice. Mm
1: -hmm. And then I I didn't really have any lows like nothing's really I feel like this week has been very flat mundane. My recruiting busy season officially ended on Friday so I like got to work on got to work walked to my living room um, (laughs) on Monday to like no emails. so it's not necessarily a thorn but there's just like nothing going on.
0: Wow. I feel like your job is so extreme. It's like either like you're working like overtime all the time or yeah. it's super slow, which is interesting.
1: It's very cyclical. It's like from the end of August to like mid-December, it's crazy. And then picks back up crazy in January. And then it just like completely stops. So I don't mind it. It makes planning vacations in a normal world really easy because we know I know when I'm free, but it's also like
0: very extreme. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Being on a student schedule too is like yeah that where it's a, reliable in some ways, but also it's like really ebbs and flows in a particular mm-hmm. way. I'm not What's going on with your week. Work was really rough this week. We're in the middle of like figuring out the rest of winter and then as we go into spring and then we're talking about going back fully in person in the fall, which I just like well. be more <laughs> intense. and like it's just been chaotic trying to advocate for like, this is not safe to put 300 people in a room in less than six months from now. So I feel I'm definitely a pessimist in the COVID sense.
1: I feel like we're getting closer to a more vaccinated society, but I also just don't even know the mentality. Like, are people going to want to be in a classroom with 300 people? Like, is that going to be too much of a shell shock?
0: I also, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I do not believe well, I think we're getting we're getting better every day, but like I do not believe we're going to be like everything's good yeah. by September. Mm-hmm. And I just we've been we've been able to succeed for this long that it's like why why are we watching? Months, yeah. yeah, and I get I know it's about money and like it's always about money, but like it's just frustrating. Mm. So work was frustrating. Um, <laughs> Hi, I guess I've been really excited about the podcast and like doing Wahoo. this and prepping for it and having like a project to think about in this way. And then um, we're also going to have. We've, we've been seeing the same group, of same couple friends, fr- couple friend <laughs> um, <laughs> this whole time, and we're going to have like a Galentine's Valentine's dinner tomorrow night.
1: Oh, that's so fun! What are you making,
2: or what are you yeah. baking?
0: We're. I'm baking a lot of things. I'm very excited about what I'm gonna bake. Um, but we're gonna do like super cheesy, like goofy things, and we're gonna have fondue, like Swiss mm. typical fondue. We found this like old little vintage fondue pot, and we're gonna have everyone gets their own stick. So it's like everyone is sharing that way, and I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, gonna cheese gonna do, and chocolate.
0: Just cheese.
1: Okay. Um, very nice.
0: I'm going to attempt chocolate macaroons. Yum. So we'll see. But I'm really excited. Michael's going to make like some sausage, I think, and some other fun (laughs) meat stuff to dip in the cheese. And I'm going to make a loaf of bread and going to have a good time.
1: That's super fun.
0: Yeah. And we're going to sit outside in our backyard, which we like finally cleaned up and Uh strung a bunch of lights on and stuff. So it's going to be nice. It's going to be really cold. I mean, cold for here, really <laughs> cold.
1: but really cold. As I've been waking up to walk Lenny at 7.30, and it's like, feels like 21 degrees, and I'm like, awesome,
0: love that. Yeah, it'll be probably like 47. <laughs> <laughs> A little different. But it's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. Uh, I totally forgot about
1: Valentine's Day. Honestly, I've been more focused on, like, Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year, because we're ordering Chinese food
2: tomorrow night. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, mean, now, I mean, our anniversary is the 13th so like we don't usually do anything or like and our birthdays are this month so we usually yep. do like one big thing so I didn't I don't really think about it either but like what the hell else are we doing we're not yeah. going anywhere not doing anything so might
1: as, well, might as well celebrate literally everything this
0: year yeah so I'm excited.
1: <sighs> god well speaking of this year this episode is all about kind of thinking back on last year and like the craziness that what 2020, 2020 was um mm-hmm. cell has a drink um, so she's ready to talk about the shit storm that was 2020, um, but I it's kind of broke this down into, what'd you say?
0: It's almost 5 PM. It's
1: 7.35 by me, so well into happy hour, so I appreciate it, but we kind of, we kind of broke down this episode into three different topics of, like, what did we learn last year? Like, what did 2020 teach us? What do we learn about ourselves? Um, and then kind of in a specific light and we can talk about ourselves here a little bit more, but like what did 2020 bring us in terms of friendships or teach us in terms of friendships? And then like, what the heck did we do to keep ourselves busy? What were some of the hobbies we picked up? Um, so we'll kind of chat about that. I'm sure we'll get on a couple of t- tangents, but um, I don't know if you want to start about like, what did 2020 teach you about yourself?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been <laughs> had a question for a while because I just, I have so many thoughts and feelings about it in general. And I feel like collectively we'll be processing this year and like the the second version of 2020 in 2021 for a long time.
1: Part two of the remix, yeah.
0: But I mean, I think it's important, like, first of all, to say that I, like, I'm, v- I'm very lucky and like very fortunate that I didn't, like, I wasn't personally really negatively affected beyond yeah. like the way we've all been affected like I didn't I was lucky enough to not like my job financial situation wasn't really yep. impacted and I live with my partner like I didn't have to do this alone like I live in a city close to my like family and close friends So like I you know there are a lot of ways that I really wasn't as negatively impacted aside from like Absolutely. not to diminish the way that everyone's been negatively impacted but I didn't lose anybody to you know like I think yeah. it's important to, that I say that because
1: yeah I think it's important to set the stage with like the privilege that we do have like we both have sustain, well, sustaining jobs that were able to keep us on through all of this and like you said like partners that we live with so we weren't like fully isolated in, in different capacities um, no. But yeah that's that's a really important point
0: yeah like I, I so I was thinking about that and like what was challenging and like in the context of so many other horrible like atrocities that happen have happened and occur like people have suffered from because of this, mm-hmm. um, but I think like for me I'm somebody who, I love personal growth it's like my mm-hmm. my, my jam. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, crazy. I, I'm a counselor, but even before I was a counselor, I was like always asking these kind of questions and yeah. like always wondering about that. But like I. I've also been, I've always been somebody who's like very connected to like collective experiences that like make people feel connected to being a human being. And so like, I I feel, I was trying to remember about like in high school and even in college being very, not made fun of, but like kind of like debated and made fun of a little bit for being like, you're very idealistic or like, you know, like the world doesn't work that way. You're naive. That kind of a thing is like an insult. And i what i've taken away from 2020 the most is like this forced like collective experience that we've all gone through together and in a way that like not even
1: to not to interrupt you but it's like not even like a single community right like it's like such a global shared experience which i feel yeah, like makes every, incredibly
0: unique. You, like every human being on the planet yeah is experienced this in some particular way
2: mm-hmm. and
0: some people have done it but most people have done a much better job about it than we have but like everyone on the planet is experiencing this which like in a way I mean it's horrible and like again like I'm not discounting all of those things but it's like in, in, for me it's been really beautiful to see the way that people have like shown up for each other and like I'm thinking about to the very beginning when like you saw those videos of people in New York like having full-on concerts out their windows yeah. or like first responders and all those mm-hmm. kind of things like that was so beautiful in the way that people like people who maybe would before would have said, like, I don't really care about politics or like, I don't think about things like this. Like those same people like stood, like went out and marched for black lives and like, and I think you can critique a lot of that, like performative or whatever, but like, I feel like the way that I've tried to connect to the world is the way that the world connected back with me this year. This year and it, yeah. like really made me feel like Not as much of a crazy person, and also <laughs> like not totally alone in like a very large scale, which was really, really cool mm-hmm. like something that I really hope continues like at, like forever as like our world changes, and I think like I've always tried to choose to see like the the potential, and like everyone has the choice to do better. And like, I feel like this year, a lot of people chose to do better. A lot of people don't like, didn't, who like people who still like fight people about wearing masks and all that shit. But it was like, there's a need. And like, this is just basic human kindness. Like and people, the way people showed up and chose that for each other and still do that is really, really, really cool. And then like on a micro level, seeing the way that my friends and like, I was able to do that for my friends and my friends did that for me. Like was was different and like I thought I had really great friends before this, and now I like couldn't. I'm blown away by how wonderful and like how grateful I am from the people who are like my people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I I I think we talked about this. Are like you, you might feel similarly, but like I'm not really a super s- social. Per- I mean I don't know how to say this. Like I'm not a super social person in the sense that like I don't need to any... be social. What?
1: You're selectively social, like, you don't need. you're not, like, stimulated by, like, being in a crowd full of people, but, like, you like to see the people that mean a lot to you in your life.
0: Yeah, and, like, I think that solidified even more, like, I don't really need to go into an office, like, I don't need to make small talk, like, I've, like, I've enjoyed, like, making time for the people who matter the most, mm-hmm. and I've been, I've really appreciated the way that people have shown that to me, too, which has been really cool.
1: It's interesting you say that, because I think, I could be wrong and again like we haven't lived in the same city since 2015 but I think at this point in my life I'm probably more of an introvert than you are. Hmm. But what I have found is that I need to work in an office. <laughs> um, I actually really miss kind of the sim- stimulation of being around people like bouncing ideas off of people like going into an office and using a whiteboard knocking on my boss's door to talk something through and like Zoom has been obviously a great tool but like I really miss And maybe it's because I really like structure and I really like routine. And so I like waking up, walking to work, you know, being in a designated space for my work and coming home. Yeah. I I think I have really missed being able to collaborate so easily Mm -hmm. at work. That's something that I think I, I didn't realize how much I valued because I think before this, I was like, I could work from home forever. It would never bug me. And now I'm like, I will never ask to work from home again. I mean, maybe Fridays would be nice, but like, (laughs) I, I think I realized how much like, I like being in a stimulating work environment. Yeah. I like being able to make lunch at home. That's great. (laughs) But
0: yeah, I think also like you like your job a lot more than I like my job. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would feel probably different about work specifically, but yeah, Yeah, that's interesting. Very long winded and very like big picture, which is just maybe heavier than (laughs) intended. That's the way
1: you think. That's the way you think.
0: That's what I think. But yeah, I think, you know, there was obviously lots of challenges and still like, I still feel sometimes like I'm just like floating through this existence mm. that we're all kind of just floating through and like yeah. the new normal is heightened anxiety and heightened <laughs> like what the fuck. But yeah. you know, for the most part, I, I really appreciate, I really enjoyed seeing the world kind of like step up for mm. each other in a way that I've always believed in and it's been really like affirming and nice to see in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. That, that's a, that's a really good point of like, there were so many people affected by this, for better or for worse, that it, it almost gave us all something in common, which is crazy, and I wish it wasn't, you know, a deadly disease that killed a ton of people, but yeah, even just connecting with some of my friends that don't live in the U.S., or, like, talking to Orr's grandparents in Israel, like, we were all dealing with the same exact thing at the same exact time, and, like, how, how often does that happen? Um, yeah. I think that's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, like, off of, like, the last four years that... I- we already I being in, in the U.S. like felt a little bit already like that like in a way that was like what the fuck are you guys doing over there like what's happening yeah. over there you know but this was like everyone's experiencing this in some way which I think you know was kind of cool to see mm-hmm. what about yeah, you nice. what did what did 2020 le- teach you
1: oh man um I think it taught me I'm gonna take it more on a micro level I think than you but I think it taught me that I'm like really okay being alone, which I think is a little bit more concerning than I originally thought. Um, (laughs) I didn't really miss, I mean, like there are people that I missed, right? Like there are friendships that I missed being able to like give someone a call and be like, Hey, you want to take a walk with her? I can still do that. Take a walk. But like, hey, are there, like, want to walk to Georgetown with me and go shopping, or, you know, walk down 14th Street and pop into all our favorite stores and grab a coffee, like, I miss those interactions, I miss, like, going to dinner with friends, having people over to our house, but I think, like, I was surprised in myself on how little I miss being social social, like, I didn't really miss at all getting texts being like, hey, what's everybody doing tonight, or anything like that, not that I get those all the time, but I I don't, I think I missed it a lot less than I thought I was, like, Orr and I kept looking at each other and being like, this is not so bad, (laughs) like, I don't know, like, this is not horrible, like, we get along, we kind of entertain ourselves, um, of course, like, I miss, like, social interactions in general with the people that I really like, but, like, there was an element of almost, like, relief this year of, like, oh, we don't have to do anything we don't want to, um, which kind of surprised me looking back, um, yeah.
2: Can you, like,
0: fathom the idea of, like, hey let's like go to a bar this like no. Friday like do you want to go out and just like the idea of like <laughs> and maybe we're gonna make our, ourselves sound like really fucking old but like <laughs> bumped by other people and like having uh-huh. to wait I don't want to be like, touched
1: by anyone at
0: a bartender to get it like I don't have any interest in
1: doing no any I mean there's aspects of it that I miss like I miss like going out for a drink or like having I mean the the type of activities that I like to do revolves around drinking and eating, and so like I miss that as like a hobby almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't miss it as like a let's get twenty five people together and like go do this together. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. I think is very interesting.
0: Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting to see how we like reintegrate <laughs> into the world. That. Yeah.
1: Way. I think for me at least, it's going to be like, like slow and steady. Like it'll be with a select group of people that I really trust, and it will be like going to a restaurant, just a few of us, or, like, come, inviting people into our house or, like, getting drinks on someone's roof. Like, I think it'll be a lot more contained than, like, immediately, 30 people, let's pregame and go to this crowded bar. Like, I think it'll be a very gradual reintegration into that sort of activity, at least for me.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, it's interesting because I feel like people have kind of started to fall into one camp or the other. Like, yeah. I think a lot of, Most people I know because, like, we my closest friends socialize in similar way that I prefer to socialize. Like mm-hmm. all the, you just described are what they are excited about doing when yeah. the, that becomes safer to do. Or you're like extremely the other way where you're like, I want to go out every night, every, <laughs> every day, every week, forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I think it'll be interesting to see how like my friend group does that. Who is excited to go back? I mean, I can I I definitely agree with you like there's some people that I'm like, yep, you'll be out every night. And like good for you. You need you need to do what works. That's just not how I how I see our our lives reintegrating. Um and kind of with that being said, the other thing that I realized this year, so we talked about this in the last episode a little bit, but I've been living in DC for 10 years this August and I've never had a problem. I mean, I'm super close to my family. Like we talk all the time, maybe five times a day. Um, and they they live in the Bay area in San Francisco and I've truly never, I mean, of course I get homesick. Of course I miss my family, like things like that. But like, I've really never had an issue with living far away. Um, and I think one of the things that made what, what I realized this year, which I think was incredibly kind of a a unique experience was that like, I've been able to live away for this long because I always know the next time that I'm going to be home or see my family or see my parents or see my sister. Like there's always like a, I'm going home for Thanksgiving and then in March they're coming to DC and then I'm going home for Passover in April and then they're coming to DC in June. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to see them again in September. Like there's always the next date where I know I'm going to see my family, whether it's here or we meet somewhere, I go back home. And I think not having that made it incredibly hard to be this far away. Um, And that's like something I've been thinking about a ton this year Um, and has sparked other conversations in my life, which we can definitely talk about on another date. (laughs) But it's just been interesting. Like, I never really thought that was, like, I didn't, I never really identified that as a source of, like, why it was okay living so far away.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And, like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it, it taught you that, learned that, and, like, thought yeah. about that in a different way than maybe you had before.
1: Definitely. And kind of speaking of relationships, talk to me about 2020 and friendships for you. What did it, I mean, obviously, everyone saw a lot less of everyone this year. <laughs> Um, so tell me about kind of your experience there with relationships in your life.
0: yeah, I mean, you like similar like what you were talking about with your family i my family is mostly in Southern California and probably will never leave Southern California, <laughs> um but I definitely am not as close with my family as you are with your family, and like my um closest friends I've always had close friends that function like extended family, mm. and I am much more interested in having like really good, a couple of really good friends and a bunch of non, like, you know.
1: That quality over quantity.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and so I'm really lucky that I have those friends, but because I met most of those friends in college in DC yeah. and people from all over the I don't. I think I only have had two very close friends living in San Diego for the last like year and a half, and one of them also just moved in October. So it was just like one really close friend, which I'm super grateful for her. But all of my friends live all over, all over, and so every year, like like you said, like having the set time where it's like I'm going to go visit, or you're going to come here, or we're going to do the thing that gets us together. Like I've seen all of those friends at least once a year every year since graduating college six years ago so right. like that was really hard and it was also hard I think to like like I don't want to add to everybody else's stress by making you feel like you have to talk to me because we're not going right. to see each other you know like I wasn't gonna like put that on other people but also it was like I'm not gonna see you kind of lonely and also like why have we never zoomed before <laughs> like, yeah all of a sudden everyone's on zoom and we could have been doing it the whole time and like Michael's parents also don't live here and so we did a dinner with them via zoom and the for the first time and they were like why have we never done like we've haven't we don't we've never lived close to them yeah like those kind of things were kind of odd but I think it really just like confirmed that that's how I prefer my friendships and like I've been able to like maintain those and like make them stronger for the most part and the ones that kind of kind of like on their way out anyways have kind of changed and that feels okay to me you know like we can't give each other what we need all the time and that feels fine but I feel like I've the the friendships that are really important to me and like that are really strong have only gotten stronger which is really cool
1: yeah I I couldn't agree more I think like one of the things that stood out that you just said is like I am not I think you probably agree with this and I think we are this way with each other of like, we are the type of friends that we'll pick up exactly where we left off in person or like, we'll text each other. We'll, we'll like be generally up to date with what's going on in each other's lives. Like, it's not like we go months and months without talking, but like, I'm not a phone person. Like I'm not, I'm never going to be besides my parents. Like I'm never going to be the type of person that's like, Hey, how's it going? Pick up the phone, give you a call.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and I think
1: like this year challenged me and I think you too, to like really be those types of people or else like we wouldn't be talking to anyone or like having any really substantial conversations and I think on, in a lot of ways like it made us closer too because like we would see each other once a year maybe there was like a couple like on our birthdays or like big things we'd give each other a call but like we were kind of just like texting texting here and there and like not we'd get deep in conversation on text but it's just not the same yeah <laughs> and so I think this year I like you said and I could not agree more like brought the relationships forced me to bring to bring more, I guess, weight to the relationships that made me happy, and also, like, that I hold value in, Um, because I had to reach out and be like, do you want to set up a Zoom, or do you want to do this, or, like, because if I didn't, like, we wouldn't talk for three months, (laughs) like, there's also, like, nothing really to update anybody on, because, like, nothing's really going on, but I think it really pushed me to, like, be that type of friend.
0: I think also, (laughs) just as you're talking, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, I feel like this year is kind of, or 2020, whatever this like pandemic year one, 1.2, whatever, like has normalized communicating about like needs and where you're at and just mm-hmm. like the number of, I mean, and I know like the internet and it, Instagram, and whatever is like very curated. So like, I see what I want to see, but like right. the amount of times where people are just like, I like can't today. Yeah. And I think okay. I did that with you. You know, at some
1: point, like, I think over the summer, I think it was with you, like, later in the summer when we had, like, a Skype date or something, and you're like, you don't really seem, like, so excited to Skype. I'm like, do you mind if we just reschedule? Like, I just, like, don't really feel like sitting in front of my computer.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I, I feel like that's also helped, because it's like... Yeah. I don't feel bad about like asking multiple times to like hang out because I know that I'm like asking means communicating that that's a need of mine. And mm-hmm. if somebody else is like, I just really can't, like, I don't have capacity. Like I do this with my- one of my other friends. Like she, we, we haven't caught up in a while because it's just every time that we've tried to t- catch up, it's like, I just like, I'm drained. And I don't have yeah. capacity and it's not that you're overwhelming or you're a burden, but it's like, I just don't have it in me. Yeah. And I appreciated that like normalizing, what you need and where you're at and like I think that that only can help because I think I remember w- it was in r- context of boys like a long time ago when we were early in our friendship but you were like I'm always going to be the person who's going to like say that I'm interested or like I'm always like I'm not going to play a game I'm not going to beat around the bush I'm going to be <laughs> honest about it and like mm-hmm. other girls think I'm really aggressive about that which like is a whole other thing but <laughs> is not okay. But, so, like, I think that honesty has always been a part of our friendship, but now with this added layer of like, things are shit, and like sometimes that's okay. I think has really helped fr- our friendship and also other friendships to be like, I love you. I can't today. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I think on the reverse of that, I've I have found I'm kind of in a similar boat with you. Like a lot of I have a cup, maybe like two good friends in D.C. right now. A lot of them moved out of the city or live in different places and have never lived here. And so my friends are all over the place. And I think like this was a good year, in my opinion, for long-term friendships, because they were equal distant to the ones that I have in DC. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I FaceTimed, or, I like, I Zoomed equally with people that are two blocks away from me than I did my, pe- my people in San Francisco, or New York, or Boston, or San Fran- or in San Diego, and I think that was, like, a very weird new experience, and so I think, like you were saying before, it's, like, we made the space to communicate with the people we wanted in the way we wanted, but I also think going back to your first point like the shared collective experience like we were all in the same boat and so like even if there weren't always update like even if I had a week where I literally didn't do anything but watch tv like barely moved my body sort of situation like I knew that everyone was kind of in the same boat and yeah. it like wasn't yeah. anything to be ashamed I mean not moving <laughs> for three and a half days or like not seeing outside for a couple days is maybe a little bit of something to be ashamed of but like we were all kind of in a similar boat
0: no no shame either.
1: I mean I have to go outside for Lenny
0: but still <laughs> yeah I yeah I think that's good and and now it feels like impossible to go back to doing it before which I think is great
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see how things transition back like I wonder if you and I will be like you know what let's jump on a zoom this weekend when we have like other options I think we will yeah but it's just it'll be interesting to see how that like backtracks
0: well I think it's also like if we end up living in the same city again soon you're you're gonna get with me I'm just gonna show up
1: (laughs) Hopefully with like a basket of baked goods. You're like, hey, I'm here. Muffin's outside. I'll be like, oh, great. <laughs> Remember
0: that funfetti you mentioned you were craving? Here's a whole cake. About awesome. 20 minutes ago I'm when he said want a chocolate cake? Here you are.
1: <laughs> no, I can't wait for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I think, you know, this year has been trying in a lot of different ways. But I also think it's really like, and you and I talk about this. We've talked about this long before 2020 um but like it's really solidified like who I actually want in my life and who I will make the time for and who like who mean enough to me I know that sounds kind of shitty but like who means enough to me where I'm going to like spend extra time staring at my computer or like put something on your calendar to catch up (laughs) um it's it's kind of a different thing that we've had to think about
0: yeah I couldn't agree more I think that you know the I don't know. I guess Shadi got another podcast of the, the, the book "Big Friendship" by
2: uh-huh.
0: Anna and me. That in that podcast, like, ah, friendships are work. Like, friendships yeah. are the same kind of work that like a, a romantic relationship is, or whatever. And I, I would much rather have friendships that require work, yeah. than, than not. But like at the same time, it's you're acknowledging and you're like taking on that work in that friendship, and you only yeah. have capacity for so much work for other friends you know so it's like whatever that's the people who are worth it to you and like give that back to you is important to pay attention to I feel yeah I know you feel that way and so
1: yeah and I feel like also this was a year I mean I think one of my biggest faults is like weeding out friends but we can talk about that another (laughs) podcast but I I I also think
0: you do that fault as in you I do that all all the time
1: time. yeah (laughs) um but I think this year, like, it really showed me like like who do I want to give that effort to, and like also like when when I was talking to certain people, like were they were they completely draining me? Did I did I get off the Zoom and be like oh god, mm-hmm. uh, like it's a very cliche thing I tell everyone that I talk to that's going through like consultant recruiting at business school. I'm like walk away from your conversations and like see how you felt. Like were you like excited to talk to them and like you know felt really energized after that conversation? Like maybe that's a company that you need to look more into. But like if you walked away from that that presentation or that chat with with a consultant at a certain office and you're like man that sucked or like i'm so drained after that like that should tell you about like how you feel about that relationship and i think it really holds true to like friendships as well like there are definitely some people in my life that every time i got off the phone with them i'm like man that not that sucked but like i don't feel i don't feel like i don't feel excited to be like let me put something else on your calendar <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah and i think it's interesting that you say that about your work because i tell my students the same thing with their classes and they're so we're not so different like <laughs> the same thing but um yeah i think like your your friends should i mean i i appreciate challenge so like i don't run away at, we both i think don't run away from that the way that some people do but like i i want to be challenged and i want to be better by the people around me because of the people around me and like sometimes that's tiring or sometimes that feels like a lot, but like, it's different to feel that way than to be like, okay, this person is like a life suck or, you know, this person is like too much.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I think, you know, we, I think we, we've done a couple activities over zoom where we like, we'll get wine and paint together and kind of try to do something. That's not just like a normal check-in. Have you done any, like, really creative things with some of your other groups of friends via Zoom or virtually or anything like that?
0: Um, well, I don't have, like, like we've talked about, the, the, the group of friends that I spend time talking to is small, but, um, I don't know. I was doing, like, a coffee, like, Sunday morning coffee, like, Zoom with a friend for a while who lived here, but, like, Uh like you said, because of everything I wasn't seeing, and so that was really nice. Um, And dinners, we've done, we have a couple, we have a, I feel so old when I say that we have, like, a couple friends now. (laughs) friends who are a couple that we yeah. as a couple are friends with yeah like annoying but whatever um also really cute and we have a couple of those and we've done like dinners and we've made the same food so oh, like, that's fun. We we're like eating together sort of <laughs> but not
2: yeah
0: which is fun. The, yes. the, the biggest thing the biggest challenge is like it's an, it's like not that big of a deal but like the time zone thing is hard yeah it's like yeah. when we're eating up Four for them to eat at seven, it's like that's a little late for them, but it's also early for us, you know, but
1: uh-huh. it's
0: not really a problem. compromise, yeah, yeah, I've,
1: no, we, I've done a couple of cook, not not cooking and eating, but like I had a I have a group of friends that we like hopped on together and like I taught them all how to make dumplings, and like that was fun. Um, we've done painting together. I think the biggest thing that we did over Zoom that was kind of like orchestrated is last April for Passover <laughs> we had a bunch of family members on zoom and we did like a whole like couple hour seder via zoom and we were in different time zones. So like it was a very early seder for my parents uh, on the West coast. But I also realized that all of us were not going to have the same Haggadah, which is like the book that we follow for the Passover seder. So Mm -hmm. I like made a virtual one. Like I made a PDF. I kind of, or and I sat down and I was like, okay, what do you guys do at your seder? What do I do? And there were some things that like he does at his that we didn't do for mine or things we left out. Um, or like songs we d- didn't sing. So I kind of consolidated it into one. I was able to email it out to everyone and we kind of went around the horn to like read different pieces and it was it was really nice. And we might use that Haggadah, Haggadah again this year. We'll see what happens. But like that was, I think, my biggest orchestration.
0: That's, a, well, also, you did Aura's whole surprise trivia, bro. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> I forgot that was this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in May, I organized like a 30 or 40 person trivia when I was, like, fresh learning um, uh, Zoom breakout rooms, mm-hmm. and so I split everyone into teams, moved them in and out of the breakout rooms. We kept, tra- kept track. I thought it was
0: fun. I wasn't playing, but I thought it was fun. It was so fun, and, like, I didn't know anybody else, and it was fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and we, we tried to, like, or I tried to split the teams on, up across, like, friend groups, so it wasn't, like, all the D.C. people were in one room and kind of tried to integrate them in that way, and it was, it was really kind of a good time. I was actually thinking about maybe doing another one, but. I don't know if I can be bothered to like come
0: up with trivia questions. <laughs> that was the hardest part. You can find trivia questions, or maybe like there's an app or something. That you yeah, can... I'm sure there is. Yeah, you're great at yeah. those things. I like orchestrating to do them.
1: Yeah, when I want to do them and they're like my idea, I love orchestrating fun. Oh,
0: that was a plane. Hopefully that doesn't. Come I didn't up hear in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I like fun when it's like my own idea and my idea of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise I'm pretty stubborn.
0: (laughs) Super amenable.
1: (laughs) I try. I try. Oh God. What else have you picked up this year? Any fun hobbies? Anything that kinda surprised you that you
0: enjoy now? I really suck at hobbies. (laughs) This was such a hard (laughs) year for that. Like, I this is gonna sound so lame. I just keep like outing myself for how lame I am, I think, on this podcast. We're all friends here. That's what this really is about, but I like, I'm not really like a fun, like, excitement seeker. I know that that sounds silly, but like, I have friends.
1: I don't know that you, I mean, maybe when you were a little bit younger, but like, you are someone that's so content with being comfortable. Like, not in a bad way, but like, you're like, I, you're like a person that's like, I love being in my home with my things, so am I. And I like, like to like live my life here. Like, you're not like, oh, we don't have anything to do at home, so I'm gonna like find something else to do.
0: Yeah, and like, I, I love like, museums and I love going out to eat at restaurants and I love to travel and like I love coffee shops and like I farmers markets like I like those things a lot and like I miss all those things for sure but I'm not somebody who like spends my time thinking about the next like cool thing or like exciting thing that I'm gonna do or try and like I have a couple friends in, in my life that are like all about that and so yeah I appreciate the balance because I'm also, like, I don't say no very often either. I don't Mm -hmm.
1: You're a lot better at that than I am. I'm a lot more stubborn than you.
0: No, I'm, like, interested in new things, and I like change, and I like new things a lot, but I don't really, like, feel like figuring those out for for myself or other people. I've always been the same way, too, with, like, movies or music. Like, I'd much rather have a recommendation from someone I trust their recommendations than seek something out on my own. That's interesting. I I don't know if that makes me I don't know if that's lazy or like
1: no I like my sister's kind of like I mean my sister is a lot more fun than I am I would say but like she's very much the type of person that like she will say yes to anything like if you plan it (laughs) yeah Um, she she I mean she does plan things of course but like I think she prefers to be like okay this is what we're doing on this day and this is what's going on like this is how you need to show up and she's like done I will be there
0: yeah I like I appreciate that in some capacities like hobbies feel like a similar thing that it's like I already and maybe this is – maybe I'll give myself some credit. Like, it just comes from feeling, like, a confident – like, confident in who I am personally. Yeah, not confident all the time, but, like, I'm – You know what you like. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I'm not really going to – I'm not really concerned with, like, picking something up because it's trendy or because everybody else is, wants me to do it. It's, like, I've, I've already decided I don't like that, so I'm not going to do it. Or I've already yeah. decided I like it, so I'm going to keep doing it. So I
1: think how- I'm very similar in that sense. Like, I'm not going to – I think I'm more hesitant to say yes to things than you are (laughs) in general. But I also am very definitive of like, I know I'm going to have fun with this or I know I'm not. And sometimes I'm wrong, but like, I think I very much know like what's going to bring me joy and what's going to make me miserable.
0: I also like, I think we are very similar in that way and have always been similar. And like, we lucked out that what we do enjoy is similar things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Cooking, eating, baking. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I think like, I lost my train of thought, but it happens (laughs) Similar that way. And I think like hobbies have felt similar because it's like, I already know what I like to do. And I spend a lot of my time doing those things. Like I bake, like when, when Gracie and I say also, for those of you who may not are listening, who may not know us, like when Gracie says she likes to cook and I like to bake, like we do that every day. Like i I like a very big part of our life. Like I break out my KitchenAid at least three to four times a week. (laughs) I... And Gracie cooks multi-course, like, new things every day, every week, forever. Like, that level of cooking and baking. So, like, I do that all the time. And, like, I read a lot. I, like, will break out watercolors here and there. I don't know. Like
1: You're also a very crafty person in general. So, like, when you have an idea, like, when the mood strikes, not usually because you're bored, but because, like, there's something you have in mind you mm-hmm. will like bring out the craft I don't know if you even have a physical box but like you'll bring out the craft box and you'll be like this is what like I have something in mind I'm intentional about doing this versus like I'm bored
0: <laughs> you know I have a craft box Come
1: on. yes I wasn't sure how it was organized now but I know it used to be a box
0: <laughs> a craft box yeah so like hop this year but also then we found ourselves this year where it was like okay I've already baked today and I've already Watercolored, and I've talked to Gracie, and I'm sick of Michael So, like, what else is there to fill the day with? Yeah. So, I tried, like, puzzle. I like puzzles. I don't like puzzles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get I I I have a very short patience for things that I don't know the result of. <laughs> There's a picture on the. Bottom. I know, but like, it just doesn't bring me joy. That's not like something that I find entertaining.
0: Or I, loves puzzles. I love Tetris. I love organizing things. Like, I think it's that part of my brain that likes puzzles. Yep. I tried embroidering for a little bit. And I did too. It didn't go so well. I think this is not as fun as I thought it was going to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the problem is you have to come up with an idea. I'm like, if you tell me what to do, I'm happy to do it. But like the idea creation behind it, that's the hard part for me. I'm like, I don't know what to put on this canvas.
0: I made a lot of like favorite lists of airbnbs i'd like to stay at <laughs> eventually i looked at a lot of real estate yep i also like, i also applied to grad school and we also renovated our house so like yeah that's big we, we spent probably six months four months straight pretty much like redoing our house so it filled a lot that of that counts part. that counts as a hobby those are arts and crafts Not in a different way do again but yeah it was definitely and i enjoyed it like it was fun it was a lot but it was fun
1: Yeah, I think I found myself this year, I watched a lot of TV, like, so
0: much TV. I feel like every time I've asked, like, have you seen this, you have, you could be a critic at this point. Yeah. Like, like, everything.
1: And I think I got to specific points where, like, okay, I ran through Netflix, and then I was like, okay, what can I do that doesn't involve staring at a screen? And then I would do something for, like, five minutes, like, watercolor, and then I'd, I'd run through Hulu, and then I'd be like, okay, what's next? And so, like... In the process of this year, I bought a. I have. I now have a craft box, <laughs> but like, it's not something. It's it's the kind of the same concept where it's like, I if there's something that I have in mind that I want to do that I get excited about, I will do it. But I won't just like get out my watercolors to paint to be relaxed. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, I need to write a card for someone, so I'll make a card. Like it, it has to have a point, which I think is hard with arts and crafts.
0: I think also maybe something to acknowledge about ourselves is that relaxed is maybe not a priority Mm -hmm. in the way that it maybe should be sometimes. Yeah. I'm not good at that. I'm like a very low, like low key, like, I don't know. I think of myself as chill. Other people think of me as very. I think you're chill. (laughs) You think of me as chill. I think of me as chill. I was told by a few people that I'm very not chill. But anyways. I like a good plan. I like, I don't spend a lot of time seeking things that make me feel, like, relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Way, like, I, I think this year I tried to force myself to find some of those things, like, mm-hmm. to do it not because it has a point, but do it just to, like, do nothing except this one thing, which was hard. It's hard for me.
1: Yeah. I, I think my relax is, like, watching TV mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's not much, like, I, I don't really sleep in, like, there's, I'm not, like, a, once I'm up and I like use the bathroom in the morning, like I'm not like, let's get back in bed and just lay there. Like that's not the type of person I am either. Like I need to like start doing things or like I'll go and start emptying the dishwasher because like it's something to do and like something to like be done with. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm i okay with downtime. I'm okay with not having like plans and things to do, but I think you're, I'm in the same boat. Like I'm, I'm constantly like looking things up online or cleaning out my clot. Like I'm finding little projects. <laughs> so that I'm not just sitting there. I'm never just sitting there.
0: We are doers.
1: Yeah, we are definitely doers. Maybe doers. Maybe slightly overdoers.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never asked you this about Or, but like, is he different in that way? Like, is he, does he help you relax? Does he encourage you to do that more? Mom, um, like would live in relaxation zone if the world allowed him to. So he's, he's really helpful when I'm like, on the edge of like if I if I keep if I keep ignoring how I'm feeling and just keep doing yeah. and, and then lose it. And so he's good at like, okay, it's time to take a bath or it's time I'm turning off your computer. It's time to read or whatever. Or we'll go for a walk or something. So like he's the best at that.
1: I don't know that I think Orr's kind of like me. He also like likes to be stimulated. So like even when we're watching TV, he's playing games, he's doing puzzles on his phone or like He's playing games. He likes to he likes to have that sort of simulation. But he's a lot better at like sitting still for longer periods of time. <laughs> like there, like I can sit and watch like a TV series, watch five episodes in a row. But then I need to like get up and like feel accomplished with something. Like I'm also really bad at like taking walks without a purpose. Like I need to walk because I'm going somewhere. Versus like let me just walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I wish I was better at this year. Or is very purposeful, but also like he could put on the TV and watch golf, which is, like, the most boring thing in the entire world for seven and a half <laughs> hours and, like, have a blast. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's a little bit more low-maintenance, but I don't know that he's, like, fully switched off all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I've i also, like, picked up and started a bunch of things. I was like, you know, what, I'm going to get really into this or I'm going to try to do this more often. And, like, I, tr- I tried hard to, like, create a schedule for myself or like I'm going to read for 30 minutes a day but like I I've also found that like that's very hard to do when I have nothing else to schedule <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm like why do I need to read for this 30 minutes if I have literally nothing planned for the rest of the day like what <laughs> what's telling me I can't read later
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and so I think scheduling and routine this year has been both important and, and unimportant this year which I, I found interesting like I really like a routine I've had to kind of relax in that sense a little bit of like okay things are not going to always be like you're not going to always eat lunch at 12 like
2: things like yeah Yeah. (laughs) and
0: like like we said we talked about earlier like personal growth and like exploring what that looks like and figure trying to figure that out has always been important to us but I think in a year where like that's really forced that in a lot of people it's just interesting to hear What's changed or what's, you know, adapted a little bit.
1: Yeah. I've also realized about myself, I don't know if you are the same way. It's not I wouldn't say I'm not goal oriented. I wouldn't say I'm super I'm not a competitive there's not a competitive bone in my body. me neither. like <laughs> nothing. Like no game.
0: I was like, on my high school varsity non competitive swim team. <laughs> non competitive so sw- I didn't even know I that had that. to like work out with the team, but I didn't want to compete. <laughs> there's
1: just not there's not a single bone in my body that like is a competitive person. I'm, like, I'm goal-oriented. I will set goals for myself and meet those goals, but, like, I think for me, I don't don't even remember what I was trying to get at this point, but, like, I, man, I can't remember. I had a really good point, too. (laughs) We
0: were talking about, like, routines. Growth and change, and you like routine, and that's kind of been a good thing and a bad thing this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's challenged me to put in parameters that are doable, mm. but I've also realized that I, I need because I'm not competitive and because I'm not goal go I'm like, I'm very driven. Like I know what I want and I know what I want to accomplish, but because I'm not, I'm not a self-disciplined person. Like I'm not like, you know, even with working out at home, like I need the motivation of the people around me or like someone else setting that deadline.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I found that, to be a very hard part of this with work. If someone's like, get it back to me whenever, I'm like, okay, well, does whenever mean two and a half hours or like three and a half weeks? Cause I can do both. Um, and I think even with my personal life and like, especially this year with like working out, going outside, talking to friends, like all of those things needed some sort of structure. And it was it was hard for me to set that on my own. <laughs> hmm. Like even like trying to set up this podcast, you were like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like okay well like what's next? And I, I was like okay I'll put something on the calendar. And now that I know that something's on the calendar, I can do it. But it was it was you were I felt like you were pulling teeth to get me to like say yes. And it's not that I didn't want to. It's just that there wasn't like a deadline. Like there was no like oh we need to get the first episode by this date. Yeah. <laughs> like there was no urgency.
0: Yeah, I think I think w- which was strange for me because I feel like I was like I'm bothering her because usually she's on no. these things. Like I almost step <laughs> on her toes, you know. But I think not to be like counselory, but like what I'm hearing in that I think is like the unknown part is the hardest part about it for you. Like you're action oriented, you're goal oriented, but when there's no end or that you can't see the like concrete end, it's yes. really hard for you to like build in the concrete end for yourself.
1: I, yes. And that's exactly the point that I was trying to make. And what I was going to bring it back to you was like, what I think I miss in the structure of like having something to do and a social life and a hobby all wrapped in one is like I think what usually would get me through the week or like get me excited would be like, oh my God, I have dinner reservations at this awesome restaurant on Saturday night. And in my head, it was like, okay, it's Wednesday, two more days until we get to go to that awesome place. And like, that's, that's the end goal for me, right? It's like to get to the end of the week to do this one thing that I'm looking forward to and to not have any of that in any capacity
0: was super hard for me. Yeah, I can imagine it really hard and feeling more, like, cyclical, or feeling more, like, a little trapped, or, like, unsure where to start, because everything kind of feels the same.
1: Yeah, like, there was no, there was no, I mean, of course, I was excited to, like, Zoom with my friends on the weekend, but, like, it wasn't, it didn't seem like a monumental enough thing to be, like, oh, we have weekend plans, or, like, there's something going on, or, like, in two weeks time, I know I'm going to be doing this, that's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: and also, like, I feel like the day is, like, it could be Saturday, it could be Monday, it could be, who a, knows, who knows, you know, for so long it felt, and still kind of feels like, what day is it, like, so the weekends feel, I saw some tweet or something today that was like, the weekends are starting to feel like the 30 minute lunch break we got in high school, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> but like, it's so weird, because some weekends like, fly by, and like, last weekend I felt like, in the middle of the day, I was like, how is it not Sunday yet, I feel like I've been awake for like, 38 hours already, and it was like, 1pm. yeah. yeah which is interesting. Are there, are there any like big things from 2020 or the past year that like you're hoping to bring with you when life returns to normal?
0: Yeah. I'm like the, a lot of like the perspective and a lot of the growth and all like everything that happened, like mentally, emotionally, I guess I hope to bring with, I mean, I don't know. I also, you know, with applying to grad school and like Mm. trying to figure out what's next, not what's next like I know what's next it's how how do I get there right like I've been trying to like answer that question for my whole At least life. five years <laughs> but yeah like specifically the last five years and so like it's interesting that you talk about not having those monumental things that feel concrete to you because I feel like I've had a lot of those which yeah. have felt helpful but also like infuriating because all of those things are out of my control Mm -hmm. and so like I can't do anything. you have
1: a deadline to submit but you're not you have no control when you're gonna hear back
0: yeah and so like I feel like I've just added to like this limbo that I'm in already because of the pandemic in the world and whatever so like it's felt frustrating in that way but I think I also seek change and seek like I would maybe I would say maybe I'm a little bit more comfortable with the unknown and like what, like, I know, I know what I'm looking towards. I don't know what it looks like yet. And I think like, I'm
1: the total opposite.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think, and I think where you're at and like what you're looking for is the opposite.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I like change in a very manageable form and that I'm in control over and that like, I like more, I'm not a rash decision person, but like, change to me means, like, getting an awesome haircut, <laughs> or, like, <laughs> like, that will satisfy that craving for me, or, like, redecorating a room, or, like, I like change in that sense, but I think big life changes, like, really need to have, like, everything lined up perfect to make, to, like, get to that spot, which means I have to have a lot of control over it. Yeah.
0: I think I've just never experienced change that has happen- happened that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, Everything has made sense, so at yeah. some, point, I just have to, like, let it be, do it and see how it goes. But
1: yeah, I'm going to throw in kind of a couple curveball questions, but what has been curveball? Um, what has been your, I guess, most used or most exciting purchase of 2020 that's like helped you got, get through this time and what's been the biggest waste of money (laughs) that you've bought or (laughs) tried or whatever?
0: Do you have things in mind for if you answered that question? Mm. Like what what do, what were you thinking of that spark to that for you?
1: Let's see. We invested in a larger TV this year, so that that has gotten a lot of use.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and a new couch.
1: Yeah, and a new couch. Oh my god. So we got in the past year we've gotten a new mattress, like a big girl couch, like an actual couch that we'll have for the foreseeable future that we actually like and is comfortable mm. and a very large like 60 plus inch TV and like those were big purchases and like included payment plans but we i think we've already gotten our bang for our buck and like those i mean i'm basically moving from my bed to my couch on a daily basis yeah <laughs> uh, so i think those have been really great purchases
2: yeah i
0: um i mean I want to say the house but yeah I don't,
2: that counts don't
0: want to feel shitty about saying that but I mean we were lucky enough and like the timing worked out that we were able the timing to was perfect. purchase a house this year and um I like it's been a lot of it's been a lot of work it's a hundred year old house it's we tore out walls we did all the work ourselves so like it, that was super rewarding and hard and I think will, will be very beneficial to us. So we were very lucky about that. But aside from that, I didn't purchase it. Michael bought it for me, but he bought me the KitchenAid that I've, I've oh, yeah forever. And I use that all the time and I fucking love it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. My KitchenAid's from 1989. So. <laughs> well,
0: I hope mine lasts that long.
1: Yeah. Well, it's still I'm, working fine.
0: I'm so excited about it. Um, yeah.
1: That's, that's a great purchase on a super, very superficial note because I'm, I don't think we've talked about this in any episodes, but normally I'm like a full face of makeup kind of girl. Hair is done like very like I get ready for work. I get ready to socialize like that's the type of person that I am. Uh, But (laughs) We're a little bit opposite in that sense, but I like haven't really worn makeup this year at all or like done anything like that. So I've spent all the money that I would have spent on like makeup and that sort of stuff. I've gotten a lot more into like skincare and clean beauty and things like that which has been kind of an interesting journey because I'm like paying a lot more attention to like how my skin looks versus like slapping on heavy foundation and going to work. Um, and I also bought a Dyson uh, blow dryer, which is truly life-changing. Wow. Yeah, that was, a, that was an expensive per- purchase, but like for how much I blow dry my hair, it's going to be worth it. And also like I have really thick hair and it takes me like 45 minutes to blow dry my hair and it's taking me like 20
0: Amazing. Crazy. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think we had a whole, um, natural deodorant saga <laughs> mid quarantines <laughs> because like I daily updates on how I was smelling. <laughs> <laughs> I, a couple years ago, I like made a new year's resolution, which like, I don't really personally even believe in I, I like goals and I like like the reset at the beginning of the year, but resolutions feel stupid to me, but I tried to like go zero waste for a year and was pretty, relatively like effective and so that's carried on and so I don't I try really hard not to buy anything that's like single-use plastic or mm-hmm. anything like that and so I've been wearing natural deodorant for like three years now and <laughs> I had <laughs> I enjoyed that saga where you were like nope still smell like a boy's locker room can't, <laughs> oh my can't throw that one away <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was, I finally found something that, I mean, like, here's the thing with natural deodorant that I haven't found quite yet. Like, I don't think I smell fresh. Like, I think when you put on, like, secret deodorant that smells like lavender and vanilla, like, you visibly, or not visibly, but, like, you can smell your armpits, and you're like, wow, that's lovely. Like, I don't think it's, with natural deodorant, it's not that I smell good or bad. I just, like, don't smell fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were some that I smelled bad. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> like, that was, that was not a good time. I thought it was with the purge process. Yeah, I mean, the purge process, I'm, I'm for it. But, like, after two months, I'm not for it.
0: <laughs> maybe you're extra stinky. Yeah, maybe. I'm not a really sweaty person. So how are you that stinky? I don't know. I think, but
1: also here's the thing that I noticed with a lot of the deodorants is that my underarms would have a reaction to it. Like, they would be red. And, like, I'm not sure if that's the, like, almost, like, raw <laughs> as I'm <of> doing this. <laughs> um, which is probably too much information for everything, but, like, I, I don't think my skin reacted to it well, which probably didn't help the, the scent.
0: Yeah,
2: that's probably true.
1: I don't know anything great. about it, but...
0: It's like The Bachelorette. It's a journey. Yes. For,
1: for, for the record, the Kosas deodorant works is working the best for me. Still not fresh, but not bad.
0: <laughs> Good.
1: Yeah. What's the worst purchase you made this year? Or worst, like, experiment? <sighs>
0: I don't know. I feel like there were a lot. We all. I don't know. I feel like I've bought so many like unnecessary clothes in the last six months mm. just to like feel something. I don't know. Like yeah. I live in San Diego, so like the number of sweaters I have and keep buying makes zero <laughs> sense for where I live.
1: Yeah, I I think I went through a – It it makes sense. Like I went through like a heavy loungewear buying. -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Situation. And like the problem with it was that I bought like a bunch of cute things that were like not really me. And so I ended up kind of like donating some of that. Like I bought like a whole lavender set. Like when the hell am I going to wear a lavender?
0: You loved that lavender set for a a bit. I did.
1: But I'm like, I'm never going to wear it. Like this is not something that I'm going to wear on a constant basis. And so like I kind of, I've since then refined my loungewear to like the colors that I actually like and enjoy. Like, there's nothing I have to wear with that lavender set except for the full lavender set, and that's a lot. <laughs> but, like, black sweatpants I can wear with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's fair.
1: So I, 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 like, went a little nuts with, like, some of my loungewear that was kind of impractical. Or, like, I bought, like, a, sh- a shorts and a sweatshirt loungewear set, but, like, our AC is always on. So even if it's a million degrees outside, like, I'm not going out to walk Lenny in that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's too cold in my apartment to wear it. Like, things like that
0: yeah i bought a lot of shoes like the last time i put on real shoes other than sneakers like i can't even tell you and i've bought
1: i I bought a lot of sneakers this year
0: with sneakers i wear like every time i go out i wear those unless i'm in like
1: what shoes did you buy
0: i've been buying these they're called ponds avocara ponds they're like very sustainable sustainably made ethically purchased whatever um but they're like little sandals that are slip-ons, and they also have ones that are like wrap around the ankle.
1: Oh, so they're like a almost like a foam base with a leather.
0: I told leather strap. Base, I'm pretty sure. Oh. They're super super comfortable and very cute. And I bought a few I'm pairs. Up. <laughs> I, like have worn. I've worn my. I've had my one pair for a couple of years, and so like I bought another pair to replace those. But then I bought another pair. And then I bought a heeled pair. I'm like, where do I even wear heels? Never, ever again.
1: Yeah. I I went through a phase where I like ordered a bunch of dresses and I'm like, where the hell am I going to wear dresses? (laughs) So I'm like, I tried them all on and sent them all back.
0: I was Um, to buying a peacoat and Michael was like, (laughs) just wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. It, It sucks though, because like everything's really marked down right now. So I'm like, oh, I'll build my collection for later. But like, it's Later, so far off that you just don't have an idea. What I did buy this year is Birkenstock slippers because I have flat feet and I've been wearing slippers around the house so that have that extra support yeah. when I'm shuffling around. It's great. I wear
0: Birkenstocks all the time inside.
1: Well, so I was wearing my Birkenstocks as slippers with like socks on and I was like, well, they actually make slippers. Maybe I should buy a pair.
0: Yeah, that's smart.
1: They're great. They're lovely. I don't love the way they look, but they, they like my foot.
0: They're very cozy looking.
1: They're cozy. They're a little like, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go there, but (laughs) look
0: like (laughs) our other friend. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) but it's not for the fashion. It's for the support
0: (laughs) for your flat feet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Anything else we didn't talk about? Oh, you go ahead.
0: I feel like we talked a lot about a lot, but what's something that you want to, you hope that like you did differently or changed or, you know, was a little different that you you hoped or planned to keep hmm. doing, even when we go back to quote unquote, back to normal, you know, whatever that's that means.
1: normal. Um, I think I want to be better at like being more present in my non D or like non-local friends life. Um, I think I did again, like I'm not a phone person. So I think being more intentional to pick up the phone, if I'm going on a walk to people other than my parents or like, making more time, maybe it's not Zoom that we use in the future, but, like, maybe me and you FaceTiming more often, or FaceTiming with other people more often, that kind of mean a lot to me, Mm -hmm. Um, but the other thing I think that I learned this year, I'm not a very patient person, and I love structure, and so, like, going with the flow, and, like, not everything, not everything's going to work out the way you exactly plan, or, like, that you put in your agenda every day, I think that's kind of the mental, it's not the full mentality that I want to take, I don't think I'll ever take that, but, like, I think more than ever this year I have learned to kind of like whatever happens happens. Like we'll see what, you know, even with going home, like flying home, it was like, we had no idea when that was going to be possible and it was like impossible to plan that until like we could plan it. Um, And so I think that mentality of just being a little bit more uh, hands off,
2: (laughs) not a hundred percent,
1: but a little bit more than I'm normally. (laughs) Control. That's something that I'll work
2: on. Yeah. get that
1: yeah but i think like the the funny thing is like i've been grasping at any control i can get over like the littlest things (laughs) um but I, i will try to let go a little bit more
0: yeah easier said than done for sure but definitely who knows maybe they'll bring you peace in a way that you don't know you need yeah
1: yeah we'll see We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
1: Only 2021 will tell.
0: Mm-hmm. And probably 2022. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least half of it. Not until no- before November, preferably.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. We may be able to see each other again before we turn 30. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: How nuts is that? Oof. We're turning 30 in 2023, the beginning of 2023.
0: We want to throw up. <laughs> Not different. turning 30. Like, I don't care about that, but like, it just feels because this year was such a wash, it feels like it's closer than it should be.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: I think the uncertainty of like when we're going to be able to like do anything again is so daunting that it feels like it will just be here tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I also truly don't know where I'll be living by then, which is also another added layer of fun. Um,
1: <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Hope so. Well, I think that's all for our 2020 wrap up. In one of our next episodes, we'll talk about kind of not New Year's resolutions, but maybe like goal setting because I think both of us have picked up some healthy habits this year that we want to continue to bring into our future lives, into 2021. Not resolutions, just goals. Um, But yeah, we'll continue this conversation. I'm sure we'll keep on bringing things up that... We remembered, or that we were excited about, or anything from 2020. But yeah, thanks for tuning in this week. Yeah, and um, thanks for listening. And
0: I don't know, should I say like like subscribe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's where you can find us. <laughs> yeah,
0: Google. <laughs> you yeah, know LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 I'm just um,
1: I love LinkedIn, but don't find me on LinkedIn.
0: <laughs> and um, we'll catch up with you next week. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye.